0: Acts chapter 1 um we're going to begin reading in verse 9 and read through verse 14 um, and I think I uh, think I'll be able to convey what's on my heart uh here and some of this just has to do with some things I've seen over the last couple of weeks as I've been talking to people and being in churches and and um um some encouraging things that have happened and um, I have just, again, been persuaded, not that I needed persuaded, but just been observing again, the connection between God's people praying and church health. And um, I've, I've talked to folks about United Prayer, even this meeting, but specifically corporate prayer, and uh met with some just why why do we need to do that you know we we got our bills paid our people are coming to church and everybody's happy why why do that and then and they're kind of happy with the status quo then i've met people that are desperate for the lord and uh just um eager for the working of the Lord and see the benefit of God's people praying together and are hungry for that. So, uh, so I, and I think I can connect the dots here. We'll find out, but verse nine of Acts chapter one, of course, this is after the resurrection, crucifixion, resurrection. And then at this point, the Lord Jesus ascends into heaven. And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven, as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. And I'm going to pause there just because every time <laughs> I hadn't planned on saying this, but every time I read that verse, I hear a preacher in my past uh, that I heard at a Bible conference one say, just as, just as the Old Testament um, prophesied the Lord's first coming and he came, so his second coming is prophesied and he will come again. And uh, I think of that anyway, every time I read that verse, verse 12. Then returned they unto J- Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet which is from Jerusalem a sabbath day's journey and when they were come in he went up into an upper they went up into an upper room where abode both Peter and James and John and Andrew Philip and Thomas Bartholomew and Matthew James the son of Alphaeus and Simon Zelotes and Judas the brother of James and then these next three words these all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the with the women and Mary the mother of Jesus and with his brethren so those three words as I was um, reading this text and then got thinking about these three these all continued so these are just Everyday people. I mean, the apostles are. We would even call them blue collar. They're they're workers. They're fishermen. They're. I mean, these are. Um, these are not superheroes. These are not. Um, uh, they are often accused as, as being just the commoners. These are everyday people. Really, now their their leader is gone. They just watched them go up into heaven. Um, they're wondering what to do next. we, we know that we have to replace judas okay they they know that and that's that's next but um these are the ones who are now forming the first church and i just find it very interesting that they had been walking and talking with the lord for three three and a half years they just watched him go up into heaven and it was almost like by default let's pray we've been talking to the lord for 3 years we've watched him talk to his father so now that he's gone it's just natural let's talk to the father and um by default so they saw the lord moving forward in prayer and asking god what the next steps should be let's ask god so they they continued. And um I just dotted down a, a phrase that I've just I've just um I've been chewing on. The church moves forward as it prays. The church, any church moves forward as it prayed, prays. And I'm I'm very intrigued to see churches that are stalled and find out there's no prayer. And churches that without explanation are moving forward. They're seeing people trust Christ the savior. There may not be a flashy pastor. There might not be a beautiful building, but they are moving forward and they're praying. Um, The church moves forward as it prays. So could we even think about how we approach church? Maybe we could be praying for our own churches be praying for the church in general um methodical churches that have no life let's be praying that they would grasp this matter of where to turn next is god's people praying together um uh, i I heard somebody i was listening to a sermon while while i was driving and the the pastor said uh, they believed in the principle of prayer many churches believe in the principle of prayer but not in the practice of prayer. In other words, it's hard. It's hard. It's it's not entertaining. Um, on a Sunday morning, it's not going to draw a big crowd, obviously. And um, But it is the way a church moves forward. In fact, some, I think, churches would consider it kind of obligatory. Just let's get the praying out of the way so we can do the sermon. <laughs> okay. Get the praying out of the way so we can go get our coffee or, or whatever. So uh and I'm not trying to be overly negative. I'm trying to be I guess diagnostic here, but um I've had occasion here to be um with groups of people that are okay with status quo. And frankly last night I met with a group of people and I was just refreshed with their eagerness to move forward and um and really hungry the status quo to change these all continued they they by default um i haven't researched this out but i also read something last night of some puritan authors who referred to corporate prayer as thin the thin place the thin place in other words there's very little that separates heaven and earth as as we're praying, it is so blessed and so intense and so sweet that it's very difficult to tell where earth ends and heaven begins the thin place we pray I think we've had that experience here on this call, and uh to where it's so sweet we know we've been with Jesus and um it's it is the continuation of uh, these all continued matthew henry in his commentary said regarding this text he said those who are in the best frame to receive spiritual blessings are those who are in a praying frame a praying frame so what's next for the church they had to replace judas so they needed to hear from god and today i believe we need to hear from god and we're asking god to um, to minister to our hearts, to move us forward. I find it interesting, at least in this text, we don't find that this first group of people, first church forming, um, didn't read a book. You know, they didn't go to a conference. And I'm okay with books and conferences. Um, they didn't, uh, you know, have collaborate with their peers. No, they went to prayer. These all continued. It was a culture of prayer that really then saturated the entire book of Acts and they turned the world upside down. So could we even today pray for our churches and uh, pray for, um, pray for the, uh, the fire of the Holy spirit to ignite believers to even mirror this early church um, culture of They continued in prayer. These all continued.